Hello and welcome to another episode of the Third and Goal podcast as we look forward to week 12 of the NFL. Unfortunately, Dan cannot be with us today. I'm Rob and I'm joined by Fred Patton. Fred, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you, very good, Rob. You? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Fred. Um, looking forward to this week's action? Tentatively so, yeah. Because obviously we've got the Titans ourselves, but in general, obviously, yes. Yeah, some good games, isn't there? Obviously, it's Thanksgiving week, so we get some uh, decent time football mm. tomorrow. It is Wednesday night as we record this, so um, tomorrow we'll be watching uh, football tomorrow evening. Yeah, we'll be definitely. I've got the day off tomorrow, so actually I'll probably watch the back end of the Lions-Bears, but Cowboys-Raiders I'm really looking forward to. The one thing as well, of this year, I've just been particularly jealous of all those people getting the turkey feast a month before me. That's, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. So if someone wants to come and cook me some turkey so, and, so I can watch it, with, eat it while I watch the football, it'll be great. Yeah, I've just realised I've got to take the cat to the vet tomorrow at quarter seven for his uh, injections, so... Um, he's just literally turned his head when I said about then and looked at me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get to see a first little bit of the Lions Bears, but then I'll be heading off to the vets and then come back and watch the rest of it when I get back. Um, but yeah, something to look forward to. Mm. Um, so looking ahead to the week and our predictions and our game that we all cho- choose, what's your game, Fred? I'm going to go Tampa Bay versus, well, at, uh, at the Colts. I spoke about Tampa in the last episode and they've had a bit of a funny run, obviously. They beat the Giants the other day, but didn't really beat them in a... I know they won by 20 points, but it's an odd thing to say, but they weren't particularly impressive um, for me. It was a very steady performance. Obviously, they lost to Washington um, on Sunday the 14th and then they lost to Saints before that, before their bye week. Just, I don't know, a lot of the names are back now, I guess. You've got Rob Gronkowski back, and I think he was brilliant, to be fair to him, against the Giants. It's a really safe pair of hands. You know, regardless of the coverage, he'll just soak that ball up, it'll soak up a hit, and he'll come down with the ball. Um, Mike Evans was good. Chris Godwin is strange. I, I don't feel like they're quite at 100% for a team that looks to have all the pieces and the best quarterback ever to play at the game. Um Whereas the Colts, just getting better week on week, it seems, at the moment. I mean, they've gone and absolutely destroyed the Bills. I and mean, obviously, Jonathan Taylor's had an absolute field day. But a lot is coming together for them. You know, they've won five and six. The only game they lost was a three-point game against the Titans, who are a very good side, uh, albeit lost to the Texans. Um it's very, very interesting. It's a very interesting matchup for me because it, it's a bit of a test as to see where this Colts side are really at. It's a bit of a test in terms of Tampa have got a lot of the big names back now and you'd expect to go and win this game reasonably comfortably. But I don't know, it's, it's a Colts team on the rise. It's quite an interesting matchup for me. No, I agree with that. I think the Colts had a great win against the Bills last week. As I said in our review episode, Wentz is looking healthier. Jonathan Taylor was on fire. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts did shock the books here, if they can continue that rich vein of form that they found themselves in. 
Um, the Bucks are getting players back, and I think, as Dan said last week, I think getting Gronk and when Antonio Brown's back as well, it just yep. gives them more options, which could really help them. And I think we saw that with Gronk coming back. Um, it was, yeah, very, very good against the Giants. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think on the day and at full fitness, the Bucks can handle any team in the league. Um, the Colts had a difficult start. They lost the first three games and found themselves one and four. Now they found themselves six and five after turning things around. And I think this coming week will be a good indication of actually how far they've come. And yeah, um, it's a tough one to call, I think. But which way are you going with it, Fred? I'm going to go with common sense. I'm going to go with bucks, but then common sense doesn't seem to apply to this season whatsoever. <laughs> so the Colts will probably run home now, but I will go bucks. But again, like you said, I would not be surprised to see the Colts Colts win. Mm. Right. So after going after putting up zero points in predictions last week, Fred, um, you told me I couldn't name and shame anybody in the review episode, but obviously we're in the preview episode now, so I think I won. Um, are you playing it safe there? Yeah, absolutely. Just exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> And you know Dan's going to go for the books as well, right? Yeah. Um, so I could go tactical and go books, and then at least I can't lose ground here, but I can't make ground either. But, you know, I'm going to stick my neck on the line. I'm going to go Colts. I just feel like the books are getting players back. And I feel like when they're all back and they're all healthy, they are one of the best teams in the league. But I just like the way the Colts are going at the minute, and I think it is going to be a tough one to call. So I'm going to I'm going to risk it and say Colts will win that one. That's a risk. It is a risk, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Dan has gone Jets, Texans. Obviously, Dan can't be here to talk us through that game. You got any thoughts on that, Fred? Yeah, obviously the return of Zach Wilson only because of obviously Mike White and Joe Flacco sadly coming down with COVID um, and the Jets deciding against signing a fifth quarterback this year to avoid playing Wilson. So uh, this, is a, this is a trashy game, isn't it? Absolute trash. Um, you got a Texan side who frankly aren't very good. You, the Esto beating the Titans. And to be fair, the defense was very good the other day. Um, but uh, I don't know. I can't see a game where, honestly, I feel like they're favourites, even against the Jets. But then I don't like Wilson very well. I don't, don't know much against Wilson. I don't like Wilson very much, though, in the sense of I think he's been awful. I don't know if he's quite at the pace of the game that he needs to be. I don't know. Obviously, he's been off injured. Then he's been in the scout team. Um, how much good not throwing a football's done him, I don't really know. Um, if there is a game where he's going to come good, you'd think it would be against the Texans. Um, I'm saying that with as little certainty as possible. Um, I think the Jets were good. I watched the Jets Dolphins on Sunday because I had some free time and the Pats had already played. And the Jets were all right. You know, again, the, 
Michael Carter's getting better, it seems. We can, well, I mean, no, I said week on week, he's been pretty good for the last sort of four or five weeks now. Elijah Moore is a really good pickup. Jameson Crowder's good. I've always liked Jameson Crowder. What I don't know is whether Zach Wilson's going to get any get anything out of these guys. This is my big issue. Um, it's like asking to pick, you know, I don't know which dog you're going to shoot out of the two of your pets. It's, I, uh, you can go first on this one, Rob. <laughs> just <laughs> trying to I think if the Texans and Jets were dogs you'd probably have them both put down wouldn't you <laughs> um, I don't know I see little little bits from both teams to think that they've got enough to win a game against the other one, but not enough <laughs> to be confident. Um, if it was Flacco, I would go Jets hands down. I'm, I'm going to go Texans. I think the Texans... I thought they were going to be an absolute train wreck before the season started. Um, but I think they are showing more flashes than what the Jets are. So I'm going to go... Texans. Oh, it's an awkward position now, isn't it? Um, oh, I don't know what to make of Zach Wilson. Like I said, if, if Flacco was playing, I would comfortably back the Jets. Even if White was playing, Mike White was playing, I'd comfortably back the Jets. Oh, this is difficult. It's very difficult because it's just like, do you prefer your recyclable waste or do you prefer your food waste? It's like... It's exactly that question, and I don't like either. Um, I'll go Jets, because I've seen more of the Jets, and Zach Wilson aside, there's some useful parts of that roster. Not that Zach Wilson won't be good one day. You know, he's been, he's obviously clearly not ready for this standard of football yet. So I've contradicted myself in my pick, but we'll go Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Because he'll have been hoping that would have, both picked the same team on some of these so that he could have uh, tried to make up some ground, but we've both done different. <laughs> well, he knows what he's done by picking that game as well. He does, yeah. It's not he's... stupid. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see who Dan goes with on that. My game is Packers-Rams, which is another difficult one for prediction purposes. The Rams are on a two-game losing streak. Uh, I think the bye week probably came at a good time for them after losing Robert Woods for the year. Uh, they picked up Odell Beckham Jr. and it's given him another week of practice to try and get up to speed with them. The Packers have been out of sorts as well. Playing without Rodgers for a week when they had COVID. Um, last week has been dealing with a toe injury as they lost a close game to the Vikings. Um, and they've also lost two out of the last three. Both teams ranking the top 10 in terms of passing yards, touchdown passes. Rams aren't great at running the ball without Cam Akers, but Henderson's done okay. The Packers are better running the ball, but they've been without Aaron Jones. The Green Bay defense has performed really well, particularly in recent weeks, and they've probably been better defensively than what the Rams have. When you look at the quality that the Rams have on defense, they've got so much talent. Um, you'd expect them to be one of the top defenses in the league. Should be a close, exciting game. Plenty of talent, I'm sure, offensively, defensively. 
the Packers are three games clear at the top of the NFC North, despite the loss of the Vikings. Uh, the Rams are chasing the Cardinals in the NFC West. I feel it's more of a must-win for the Rams. I think the Rams are the better team. The Packers have got home field advantage. But then how's Rodgers and his toe injury? Will it hamper him? It's a tough one. Um, I've gone Rams to win there, despite it being at Lambert. Yeah, interesting. Just looking back over the Rams, right? Now, Stafford's gone there to win a Super Bowl. There's no reason, no other reason to go out and get out of that Lions setup. I guess it's good enough reason, maybe. But looking at the big games they've played this year in terms of against good teams, and I'm going to scrap, I'm not going to count the Colts one because the Colts were finding their feet and Wentz went into that game with two sprained ankles. Beat the Bucks 34 24. After that, if you're looking at genuinely good teams, and I'm not counting the Seahawks, it was a Juno Smith Seahawks, lost to Cardinals 37-20, lost to Titans 28-16, and a much better 49ers team, it's 49ers team that was more of a first string than what they've put out in most weeks this year. They lost 31-10. I'd love to know what they've done this bye week. Because they're coming up against another good side. Yeah, you mentioned Rogers' injury, and that's a fair comment. But I don't know what the ceiling is for this Rams side at the moment. And yeah, obviously losing Cam Akers was huge, but you have also then had you know eleven weeks of football since then um, to get over that. So. <sighs> I'm con- I'd be concerned from a Rams point of view. Um, Packers going to Green Bay and the end of November, periphery of December is um, is always tricky. It's going to be cold, freezing cold. Uh, I think I'm going to go Packers win. I, I haven't <laughs> talked about the Packers at all in that. All my concerns are around the Rams, but no, I think Packers are a good side. They're unlikable, but they are a good side. I think Rodgers had a very good game last week. You mentioned his territory, but he's got a load of weapons. They all played very well last week. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna beat the Rams. I think what's most interesting for this is me and you, Fred, are now tied on twenty points in our predictions league. Mm. And these three games, for the first time ever, we've both gone completely different on all three games. <clears throat> and that leaves it up to Dan now, who's one point behind us both, to decide which side of the fence he's gonna sit on to try and catch up or take the lead on one of us. I hope all the games tie. <laughs> I hope they're all three ties until the end of the season. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, pick three really tough games to call, three really interesting games. Mm. You know, I completely hear what you say about the Rams. I think their ceiling realistically is high. Oh, it should be Super Bowl. Um, it's just whether they can reach that. And I know what you're saying. They, they seem to be struggling at times. Seems to be hitting a bit of a blip. Um, so another interesting game to watch, and I think whoever wins that, it might give them a bit of impetus to and momentum to carry on towards the back end of the season. And just briefly as well, just sorry to round off. I've got to say on the round. I mean, Stafford was a disaster against the 49ers. Two crucial interceptions. Couldn't get anything going. You know that they. they 
their ability to come from behind in big games has also not been proven this year. And they're playing a side now who have got very realistically may well take a good lead against them and they may have to try, you know, chase that down and they haven't done it so far. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> we'll have to see what, see what happens. I think on the whole is probably played, you know, it's a good situation for someone like Matt Stafford to come into. Mm, yeah. All right. Um, they seem to have taken a little bit of a dip, uh, the Rams' offense and Stafford's probably contributed to that as well. But I'm sure that they can, you know, they'll, I'm sure during this bye week they'll have been working on trying to turn things around and get things back on track. The tricky thing for them is, though, they're not in a division like the Cowboys. You know, they can't afford to lose a couple of games, and that's the problem with the Rams. You know, they're, they're not going to win that division probably now they're two games behind the cards and I think things get a bit easier for the cards if I remember the schedule correctly as well. So they're looking at second spot, aren't they, now, realistically? Yeah, and I think that's why it's more crucial for them to win this game. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I think the Pats are three three games clear of the Vikings um, in their division um, and the Rams are chasing the Cardinals for first place. So it's definitely more of a must-win game for the Rams than it is the Packers. Um, moving on elsewhere around the league, quite surprised Pat's Titans didn't end up as one of your prediction games, Fred. Um, how a couple of weeks changes things. Titans look like the best team in the AFC before losing to the worst team in the AFC. And the Pats are going from strength to strength. They've conceded just 13 points in three weeks. Mac Jones looks like the best quarterback to come out of the draft so far this year. Um and I think with Julio Jones and Derek Henry missing, the Titans' offense has struggled. And I think the way things are heading into this week, the Patriots will win this one. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, ahead says Patriots logically because of the way the Pats are playing. And, you know, I'll say every single episode. But for me, there's, you know, two, the, the really big difference is this defence making huge plays at crucial times. And they do it time and time again. You know, it's not dumb luck. They're really well set up. And they've got, you know, Matt Judon, what an excellent acquisition he's been for the Pats. You know, um, everything they've tried to do this year works. Whereas if you look at last year, everything they tried to do last year just didn't work at all. I think Josh McDaniels has got what he wanted in terms of having a pocket passer again. Uh, and that suits the way the Pats want to play. They do want to play at times quite grind you into the ground, long drive football, but that suits what they do. They want to keep the ball on the ground and throw when they have to. But crucially now they've got a guy whose completion percentage is ridiculously high especially as a rookie so that you know for them all the pieces are falling into places Tennessee um yeah Derek uh, Derek Henry Tennessee is absolutely terrifying without a shadow of a doubt I think he makes Tannehill a better quarterback I think Tannehill's okay actually without him I think as soon as they got him out of uh Miami and then uh, he saw him come to life a little bit and they're not without options offensively uh, I was surprised to let Adrian Peterson go waved him uh waved Adrian Peterson not that he's done particularly well but I don't think he's done too badly and I don't think they have many better options so whether they're going to try and go in the air a little bit more against uh against the pats i don't know but um yeah my heart's just a little bit worried because it's the expectation and the hope that kills you whereas getting to this point it was all will they all maybes and now it's the case of well actually they probably need to beat the titans because they've got the bills twice and they've got the colts so that they need to win at least 
of the very least two of these games, we probably need to win three out of the four to be absolutely sure of that AFC number one spot, AFC East number one spot um, there. So they need to beat the Titans, really. So I'm going to go Pats win, but just a worried, tentative Pats win. I'm fairly confident the Pats will win that, Fred, as much as that hurts me to say. <laughs> but, yeah, let's talk about Thanksgiving earlier. Thanksgiving, um, we get to watch some 5.30 kickoff tomorrow. Lions, Bears, um, Lions. Dan Campbell's got them playing really hard, and they seem to be wanting to play hard for mm-hmm. Dan Campbell. Um, he seems like an absolute nut job, but he seems to be able to motivate those players to go out there and chew some kneecaps as it um, sort of looks like a game where the Lions could get their first win of the season but then you think is the Bears defence going to be too much for them and um, they've not shown a great deal offensively um, who will start for the Bears at quarterback. Dalton, will... Yeah, uh, just looking now, Phil's injured so Dalton to, Dalton to start yeah, um, will Alan Rob- Robinson return for them with his hamstring injury? I think no, his list is questionable. Um, I think that's a really tough one. You got any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I, firstly, I will say everything I see on Twitter from the Lions fan base encapsulates the whole Dan Campbell and they've got this team playing really hard and then this absolute general recognition amongst their fan base that they're not very good either, which is fine because you can not, you never want to see a team not win the whole season. Of course not, but they're clearly not very good bar one or two players, but they are literally trying their hardest. And you feel like the last, the least of their problems is the coach, even though before the season, I think we had lots of concerns about Dan Campbell is clearly the least of their problems. Um, he's inherited an absolutely awful roster, a quarterback who's just been naff by one half of football this year. Uh, and now he's questionable for Thursday. And I didn't, didn't play on Sunday, did he? Um, I'd really like to see them win. I think the Chicago Bears have sort of flattered to deceive at times this year. Um, you know, they've run the Steelers close, but, you know, a lot of games they've just been absolutely torn apart um, bar the Lions game. But really, they've beaten the Bengals. It's, it's an odd one. Um, because poor against Tyler Huntley, the Ravens. Oh, I'm going to go Bears. I'm going to go, no... <laughs> I'll go Bears because I think Commons. I'm going to go with the common sense choice, which now means the Lions will win 40 0. Because um, that is the common sense choice. The Bears have more about them than the Lions do by an absolute stretch. But if the Bears aren't very good, you know the Lions are going to be so up for this game, as they are every single game they play. And I'd love to see, I would love to see the Lions win. Well, yeah, absolutely yeah. love it. They show heart, they show fight. I'm with you. I'd love to see the Lions get a win. Even though at the start of the season, I thought Dan Campbell <laughs> just a, nutter, <laughs> a joke. But after seeing the players and the Lions fight for him week in, week out, he must be doing something right in that dressing room. So it'd be great to see them win because they never give up. Uh, the other game, uh, the later game, 9.30 kickoff is Cowboys Raiders. Uh, both Teams' offences have looked good this year. The Cowboys have looked great at times, but 
Both teams had a terrible day on offence last week. It's a short week for them both. Um, playing on Thursday this week. Um, Cowboys will be without Amara Cooper, maybe without C.D. Lamb. The wheels seem to have fallen off for the Raiders. I know we've spoken about that and all their off-field issues that they've had. Uh, my money would be on the Cowboys coming back and getting a win in that one. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree. I think that makes perfect sense. I think... Um... A month ago, this would have looked, maybe five, six weeks ago, this would have looked a really tasty game on paper. You'd have thought this is going to be an absolute brilliant game. Now you're not so sure. Um, <clears throat> I think, again, yeah, you're looking at trying to make sensible choices. I think the Cowboys are clearly better both sides of the ball than Raiders are. Um, yeah, Wills have fallen off the Raiders and it's a shame because um, the running's fairly easy after this. They still could make the playoffs, but they're going to need to win a lot of games. Uh, but I'm going to go Cowboys. Yeah. And then <clears throat> the really late one at 1.20 a.m. on Thanksgiving is Saints-Bills. Um, any thoughts on that one? Yeah. The Bills are a funny side, as we talked about in the last episode. I, I think the blow hot and cold, the sort of connection between Allen and Diggs isn't what it was, for whatever reason. Although Diggs to, yeah, scored two touchdowns on Sunday. Um <clears throat> Alvin Kamara still missing. Uh, same time, I think they're going to go with Seaman again at quarterback, aren't they? Which I don't really think helps them. I think the best way for them to beat Bills is to play disciplined football. And I think Taysom Hill lends himself to that because he hasn't got a lot of ability at quarterback in terms of, you know, wanting to throw big balls and all this sort of good stuff. And they haven't really, problem is though, they haven't really got a running game as good as what it should be this week either. So I think Bills, I'm going to go Bills, but two sides, I mean, the Bills have been underwhelming for me this year, even though they're six and four and they're still okay and they're going to make the playoffs, I think, but they've been underwhelming as to what we hoped and expected they would be. Yeah, no, I think a few weeks ago, we'd be looking at this game thinking two formidable teams, the way that they were shaping up. Um, Instead, we've got two teams that have both got embarrassed last week and have won a combined one game in the last three weeks. Um, I think, as you say, both teams desperately need a win. I think the Bills have got the better quarterback. The Bills have got the better wide receivers. Bills have got the better defence. So I think the Bills come out and and get the win in that one. Um, Another huge game in the AFC is in the AFC North, which is a such a tight division, the Browns mm. and Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are top on seven and three. Browns are bottom on six and five. Browns and Mayfield in particular came in for some criticism as a limp to that 13-10 win over the Lions. The division is still so, so close that anybody could win it. Lamar Jackson, hopefully, returning this weekend after his viral illness. Mayfield is struggling with injuries himself. Um Browns don't have much offensively to rely on beyond Nick Chubb. Um, and I feel pretty confident that if Jackson is back and healthy, that they'll control that game, get the win. Last time these two teams met, it was a shootout, and the Browns got the better of that one. But Ravens this time around for me. Yeah, I think Ravens as well. I think, again, I don't know how many favours I said last time. I don't know how many favours Mayfield's doing himself at the moment, in all honesty. Um... Lamar Jackson, obviously, yeah, he's, ho- he's back in practice and he's hopeful to play on um, 
on sort of Sunday night, and you'd expect he would be um, would be fit to do so. It's, it is an important game because of how tight that division is. But actually, I don't think the Ravens have too much to um, to worry about. In all honesty, um, you know they've got a good defense, and that they'll put. Um, I think they'll keep the Browns quiet enough, and the Ravens obviously Lamar Jackson always got that option to put up a lot of points. Um, and the Browns are susceptible to that sort of football. So not fully fit Mayfield isn't going to keep up with Lamar Jackson, I'd have thought. Yeah, there's some of the nondescript games I would potentially say this week. Eagles at Giants, Panthers at Dolphins, uh, <laughs> Falcons at Jaguars. Who are you, If you were to pick a treble out of those three? Eagles, Dolphins, Falcons? I think the closest one would be whether to go for the Panthers. Um, I think Dolphins will beat the Giants. I think if the Falcons don't beat the Jaguars, then there's going to be huge question marks over uh, the playing personnel. I think it's a must-win for the Falcons against the Jaguars. Not for a playoff place, because even though we're still in the hunt, I don't think we'll get there. I think it's slim. And after two blowout losses, we're completely trending in the wrong direction. But I think it's a must-win from the fact of if we don't win, there's going to be so many questions about the guys on the roster. What's happening with the team? Should we blow it all up? At least if we get a win, then you know maybe we can try and salvage something. Um, and we should have enough to beat them. Um, but yeah, Dolphins... Panthers is probably the the toughest one to call for me. Who would your trouble be on? Yeah, I mean, I'd go Eagles over Giants, obviously. Falcons over Jags. Um, Dolphins' defence is looking good again. And that's the key to them winning games. They've got big players back as well. Um, Defensively, I always say about the Dolphins, they've got the ability to keep anyone to under 20 points. Um, Any team, if their defence is fully fit, and they've got it, their ceiling is 20 to 25 points offensively. You know, and maybe the odd aberration slightly over that. Um, they're not wonderful offensively for a variety of reasons, um, but defensively they are very good. I think the only thing, obviously, they're not great against a run, uh, run heavy offense, and obviously McCaffrey and and Newton obviously will look to run at you. Um, so that, that's the that's the challenge with the Dolphins. But if they can keep McCaffrey to under hundred under hundred yards, sorry, um, you'd expect the Dolphins to win that one for me. Yeah. Um, Seahawks, Washington. Uh, Seahawks have just lost to a Kyler Murrayless Cardinals. That was a bit of a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> Washington's just beaten two playoff contenders. I think Washington looks to be improving. The defense is playing better. Fancy Washington to beat the Seahawks in that one. I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that. Yeah, it's obviously Russell Wilson, second week back, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think Washington, to be honest with you, um, sort of looks to be coming good at a strange time, don't they, really? Because um, it's probably a little bit late for them to make a playoff run. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tricky. I don't... <laughs> If the Seahawks are going to bounce back, they're going to have to start this bounce back now. Um, and you fancy week two, Russell Wilson to be ready to go now, whereas I think last week he was a little bit, a little bit rusty. So I'm going to go, I'll go Seahawks in this one. I think you're going to see a reaction from the Seahawks. 
<clears throat> yeah, it's a tough one. I think Washington's defense is playing better, but with Wilson and um, you know the wide receivers that they've got, they could have a tough job there. Two games we're not touched upon there. Any thoughts on these? We've got Vikings at 49ers and Chargers at Broncos. Vikings 49ers could be a fantastic game, couldn't it? There's a lot of the Vikings games are. Um, I alluded to, I think, you know, you've got a, a better 49ers now. Now, it's very important game, again, for both sides, if they're going to launch any sort of form of playoff bid. Uh, that's We all know the sort of division 49ers are in. It's very tough. Vikings can be anyone, absolutely anyone on their day. I've said it all along and they went and beat the Packers last week. I think we all knew it. It's no great secret. I haven't uncovered anything too too intelligent by saying that. But um, but no, it's going to be a really, really good game. I think um, I'll edge with the 49ers because they are the better side. And I think, you know, you don't tend to see these exciting sides like the Vikings go and win two really good games in a row, which it would be if they went and beat the 49ers in the shape the 49ers are in. Yeah, no, agree with that. I think you know it's going to be a key game for both these teams. Playoff hopes. Um, I think both teams have won vital games in the last couple of weeks as well. And if it comes down to a tiebreaker, it could be between these two teams. So it's one that they can both ill afford to lose. Um, Vikings games are always close. We've spoken about that before. Justin Jefferson... You know, I think if Kirk Cousins goes for Justin Jefferson like he did last week, then the uh, 49ers secondary could could be in trouble. Um, And then Chargers-Broncos, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, you'd expect Chargers, wouldn't you? Really, I think it was a really, really important win for them last week against the Steelers, particularly the way the Steelers came back into the game as well. Um, Chargers have lost a few sort of good games against good sides recently. Uh, And Steelers, I think, are, are one of the better sides. Um, albeit not one of the best best sides, but um, Broncos have been pretty good as well. I, I wouldn't have had them five and five at this stage. They've they have beaten the Cowboys, they lost to the Eagles, but I don't think the Eagles are a bad side either. I think they're an average side Broncos who, um, you know, they've had a couple of good results this year. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go Chargers, but I think it could be a, a better game than people think. Yeah, no, I'd expect the Chargers to win that one as well. I think the Broncos have had a a little more rest, but I think the Chargers are <clears throat> are the better team, and uh, I'd expect them to to win that one. So we've spoke about every game in some relative depth. There, I think, Fred. Uh, you anything else to add before we wrap it up for week twelve? Um, no, all good. Thank you. Good. Well, if anyone's celebrating Thanksgiving tomorrow with a turkey dinner and uh, plenty of snacks around the TV, then we hope you enjoy it. I'll be taking my visit to the vet, and uh, Fred is looking for someone to go around and cook him turkey. Yeah. Feed it to him while he's sat on the sofa. I'd both um, those things. But, yeah, great to see some uh, football all on Thursday night at a sensible time. But, yeah, thank you, Fred, for coming and joining me as usual, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers, guys. Thanks.